Hi, I'm Sada. And I'm Sada. And this is No Sir, No Ma'am, a weekly podcast where we drag our timelines for being trash. If you want to get in touch with us, you can hit us up on Twitter at NSNMPodcast or through our email at nosirnoman at gmail.com. Disclaimers. I am in a place with decent internet connection. Yay! And I just want to, like, praise dance for that. Um, that does not mean that this is not going to be a struggle because there's a fan that does not stop in the house that I'm in. Okay. And attached to the fan is a Mylar balloon. And it makes the worst, like, crinkling sounds. So if you hear <laughs> that, please excuse me. You know that No Sir No Ma'am would not be the same without some kind of struggle. Exactly. So that's this week's struggle. Balloons. Also, um, there's the chance that my audio is going to be trashed this weekend because reasons. Because of stuff. <laughs> because of stuff. Because of life. Another disclaimer is that I might be petty as fuck this week. Well. Also because of reasons. So, yeah, there's that. Also, I'm still sick. Oh, yes, man. two weeks running. Can't you eat like garad or something? Doesn't that help? No, it does. Actually, it does. But I don't have any garad. And uh, I refuse to. I should have... <laughs> Well, especially because I think that's disgusting and I hate honey. It is, but it really works. I know, but I just can't bring myself to do it. So, <laughs> there you go. Okay, <clears throat> so this week, this week, this week. This week has been weird because I haven't been on Twitter all that much, so I don't know what's happening. But the few times that I have been, I've been slapped in the face by, like, unbelievable ridiculousness that I'm just like, I'm glad I wasn't there all week. I don't know what I would have done. I, I felt like... The beginning of the week was really slow, and then um, from like Wednesday or Thursday, everything just crashed down. Wow. Okay. Well, so, that's usually how it goes. Yeah. I would like to get this off my chest first and foremost because I cannot believe that this was even a thing. Okay. Um, Andrew Brevik, if you remember, we talked about him, I think, mm-hmm. on our very first episode. <laughs> We did. Is yes. the Norwegian terrorist who shot up a camp with like sixty six children in it, mm-hmm. and he also then he also he also bombed a building or like killed a couple other people in some other place. He he's done a lot. Let's just say that. And you know he's not he's not labeled a terrorist for one. He's just some crazy white guy who gets to be in jail. So he was put in solitary confinement for I'm sure other prisoner safety as well as his own. Mm-hmm. And um, he filed a lawsuit against the Norwegian government for inhumane treatment because he was in a room that looked like a dorm room with its own private bathroom and internet and whatever, but he thought that was inhumane because all he could do was talk to people like once a month or something or I don't know, whatever the situation was. So he sued the government and he won. I don't understand. It does not compute to me. How? You know what? I really don't have anything How? to say about this. All I'm going to say is that good on him. He's very lucky for being a white man who's living in one of the most um, politically and socially progressive countries in the world. Word. Um, and all I have to say to him right now is good luck, buddy, because I can't imagine that people you know other inmates are gonna be nice to him i don't think but i don't think his his lawsuit 
You know what the worst part of his lawsuit is? Oh, first of all, let me. I don't think that it means that he's out of solitary confinement. I think that they're just going to like increase his visitation privileges or whatever. Oh, that's um, it. Does I'm he get not, like recess or something? I'm not with sure. Other Does he get to like interact with more people? I'm not sure about the details because I was so disgusted that I just couldn't even. It was just not, no. But the worst part of it is that the government has to pay his legal bills. Oh, yeah, there's Like, that. that was part of the part of the thing. Like, he, like, he literally won. He won on all levels. I don't, yeah. Which is why I'm saying, even though we don't understand <laughs> what, like, what the whole situation means, but I really, really do hope that he get more like recess time and interaction with other inmates and i hope they make him regret filing that lawsuit and that's pretty much it i just don't understand how any of this was entertained like it's not like he's in a two by two cell where like there's nothing except like a toilet in the corner and a, a ratty mattress on the floor like he has well, Al had natural light. Yeah, like I was saying, his his cell was nicer than my dorm room in college. So. And yet, this is inhumane treatment. And whatever, I just try to. Not only is there no stigma on him, but miskin. I don't know. Oh my God, he's been treated so inhumanely. But he's a white man, Sarda. What are you talking about? That I just needed to get that because I I literally sat in front of my computer like for 10 minutes just trying to absorb what I just watched like are are you shooting like really really this is ha- okay all right I ca- I can't say I'm surprised so <sighs> next <coughs> I feel you MIA who is a Sri Lankan what is she is she British yeah British Sri Lankan musician singer whatever you want to call her artist had an interview in a in ES magazine where she I don't even know how the subject came up but basically there was like some shade thrown at Beyonce and Kendrick Lamar she was talking about how oh artists want to want to address black lives black lives matter which is not a new topic because people in the 90s were talking about it blah 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 but uh you know why aren't they talking about muslim lives matter or syrian lives matter or whatever and i just think yeah she's basically saying that the only topic you can address as an artist in america is black lives matter that's the only cause you can stand up for that's that's the gist of her comment um can I start? Go. First of all, I know all the um, Beyonce stands gave her hell, so that's covered. Yeah, they dragged her. But Miss Ma'am, here's what you're not going to do. You will not have Kendrick Lamar's name in your mouth. Thank you. Unless the circumstance, the situation is praised. Thank you. Unless you are thanking the Lord for allowing you to live in a place and time where you can bask in this man's genius. Like, how dare you? There is no other reason for you, of all people, to be bringing him up in any other situation. Oh, bye. And also, this might just be me being petty as fuck, but I feel like the subliminal message in her comments was that the only reason Beyonce and Kendrick are more successful, popular artists than her is because they stand up for Black Lives Matter. Ma'am. Girl. Really? <laughs> Ma'am. Like? I mean, maybe if you spent more time in the studio instead of running that mouth, you know, maybe more people would know who you are. Also, what What do you... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, 
in this day and age what do you want what do you expect them to talk about for them for you to be like oh that's the only topic they can talk about why don't they talk about muslim lives matter why don't you talk about muslim lives matter that's my point exactly and then she came on twitter to be like i'm not even muslim so and i don't understand what your point is like just if you want to talk about something if you think something is not being addressed address it exactly address it it did it much عندك much عندك studio much عندك agani much عندك albums much عندك video had with giddina also she had this interview which was an opportunity and a platform for her to shout out whatever cause she felt strongly about and she wasted that trying to bring down another cause also like i understand that and uh, obviously i had to google this but i understand that she's very sensitive towards the cause of refugees and displaced people because she herself was one and you know her parents had to free Sri Lanka to escape civil war and you know she's highlighted that in her songs throughout her career good and on good her. For her yeah but like she needs to understand that people especially artists use their art to express their own struggles Thank so you. i think it's normal for someone like Kendrick who grew up in Compton and was involved in some pretty violent you know gang stuff and he's lost friends to gang wars and incarceration and who experienced the consequences of a white supremacist system his whole life i think it's normal that you know that is what he's going to be talking about in his music and that's fine like for her to why be you like mad? how dare <laughs> seriously uh kendrick lamar and beyonce or whatever artists in america talk about black lives matter but not talk about other things it's such nonsense by then the whole thing was so totally deaf because she's kind of willfully ignoring the fact that some black people are muslim you know intersectionality and all of that and she's also willfully ignoring the fact that a lot of people are trying to create a movement and hashtags like you know hashtag free palestine and hashtag protect all muslims and all of that are they getting as much attention as they should there were a lot of tweets from people who were like what you know what happened you're like you're conveniently ignoring the fact that black lives matter protested for palestine and they actually went there like the black lives matter movement went there and represented and blah 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 and like you for, for, forget that solidarity for the sake of what so you could uh, slander a couple of artists like and it's true like and if nihaya ya akhi inti malik wa malum ya akhi ma kullu zalim hur fi nafsu ya akhi tkallam an hada tkallam anna ya akhi let's admit that you know these movements are not getting as much attention as they should yet but that's your job if you feel strongly about a cause you know what i mean also she's acting like Black Lives Matter was like an instant gratification movement right. or that it was a gift that was kindly handed out to African Americans. People had to fight for this. This is a movement that became relevant despite all efforts to abort it because people paid for it in blood when she was like people are allowed to talk about black lives matter dray mckesson <laughs> tweeted her and was like i don't think allowed is the right <laughs> word like we had to protest like are you kidding me what is what is allowed yeah. what are you even what saying is- <laughs> like what is context what is actual facts like what are you doing yeah. what are you doing انت ليه بتدخلي حد نفسك and also like this is also me being petty as fuck but a huge chunk of her career was built on piggybacking black I mean, culture well, and music so like ma'am so i, I would need you to sit I down yeah i need you to go take a nap just 
you know, get a facial. You know, go go drink some tea. I don't know. Anything that requires you to keep your mouth shut, do it. And I don't understand this. Oh, the, that's the other thing that I wanted to say. that she, When you were saying that she was talking about how uh, she made it sound like the whole Black Lives Matter movement was handed to people. Mm-hmm. Not only is she acting like a Doha Leon, they were allowed to have it. Mm-hmm. But then she also talks about how, like, low-key talks about how they stole it from the 90s. Like, oh, this isn't a new topic. This isn't new to me. Good for you, sis. Yes, the struggle has been going on for tens of years, for decades, because that's how to be Americans. Thank you. Like, thank you for noticing that. That's the whole goddamn point. Anyway. Like someone said on on Twitter, I, I need her to just be her namesake right now. Yeah. Get it? Yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> See do that. See what get there. Yep. <laughs> I need this heifer to be her namesake. <laughs> so. Anyhow. Yeah. Uh, next up. Um, do you want to discuss the fact that they're putting Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill? Yes. Tubman, who, if you are unaware, is a African-American woman who saved hundreds of slaves. She herself was a slave. And she herself was a slave through what is called the Underground Railroad, which is basically her uh, smuggling slaves from the South up to freedom in the North. So she is being put, finally, on the $20 bill. She is the first woman to be on paper money. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Susan B. Anthony and somebody else, uh, and one other woman from history, I don't remember who, are on the like the dollar coins. But Harriet Tubman is the first woman um, and the first black person to be on paper money, which is woohoo! Oh, the other person on the dollar coin is Sacagawea. Okay. Um, she's replacing Andrew Jackson on the twenty dollar bill. Andrew Jackson is an American president, and um, he was trash for many, many reasons. Um, so people are upset about that. Trump released a statement saying that you know it's unfair to Andrew Jackson's legacy to be uh, replaced by Harriet Tubman. He was, you know, he's part of our history and he shouldn't be replaced. That was uh, Trump's comments in a nutshell. He says, I I really don't care about what Trump thinks about this. My favorite is Ben Carson. I don't care about him either. Who said that Harriet Tubman should be put on the $2 bill. Oh yeah, I heard that. I I can't, I can't with this bullshit. I, I really don't care. Ben Carson, what award are you trying, what like cooning award are you trying and he used to be like such a respected figure in the black community what happened Ben? and within months within months he has managed to completely destroy himself and his legacy i really don't care our very eyes i i don't understand i do not it. care about these people or their opinion when i was saying not everyone was happy about um, Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill. I meant actual black people. Wait, <laughs> what? Who are allowed to have an opinion on this? Yeah, I guess a lot of people were like, oh, you know, it's amazing. My kids are going to grow up seeing this, you know, amazing lady on their money and all of that. And, you know, representation and hula. And another fringe of like extra woke people oh, were okay. like, yeah, <laughs> but why would you put her? on you know such a dirty thing as money it's the you know the symbol of capitalism that she was fighting right and this capitalism is still you know oppressing and killing her people that she fought for okay and all of that and someone actually made a really good point they're like listen just because she was you know anti-racist does not mean she was anti 
capitalism like maybe this lady was all about her money right like you what do you know like maybe you know maybe she'd be happy who are you to say that because people were saying oh she's probably like you know churning in her grave and right and they're like but how do you know like and <laughs> at the end of the day at the end of the day this is something that honors her in a way that nothing else has like <clears throat> yeah this is a a complete permanent a permanent honor to her she will forever be remembered you will look at that $20 bill and you will know who Harriet Tubman is the fact that the fact that this week when this when this decision came out the highest like the most frequently googled phrase was who is Harriet Tubman is enough to show you that Harriet Tubman needs to be on the $20 bill Mm -hmm. like people don't even know who she is I agree like maybe now they'll know maybe how about that how about we think about that like because this is about keeping her like keeping her legacy alive and keeping her as a prominent figure and also honoring someone who people don't want to think about I guess also um the people who are against this were saying that um, you know, because um, African-Americans, especially ones who come from slavery, are never going to get actual reparations. And this is just like, you know, throwing them a little uh, bone so they can, you know, ignore the real problem and all of that. I could get behind that. I could understand that. But I wouldn't reject completely having her on on. on money or like having her on a bill be- just because of that. I don't know. I mean, I I really understand that, you know, side of the debate, but I also think that for African Americans who live in America, it's just really cool to be able to raise your kids in a country where they can see this woman's face on right. money, like on, on paper money. money with, you yeah. know, presidents yeah. and lots of other yeah. prominent figures in American yeah. history. So, yeah. I agree. And speaking of <clears throat> this reparations argument reminded me that this week <clears throat> David Cameron, <clears throat> Prime Minister of the UK, was approached by I think there was a there was a meeting of like a Council of Caribbean Nations or something, Hayekida, where basically they were asking for oh, I know where reparations. Okay. Man, Cameron is in a bad place. I'm just like I I don't even know what to say about him at this point. So they were asked basically like the it was another um, appeal or request or call for reparations to be given to Caribbean nations like Jamaica and whatever for being, <clears throat> you know, for what they endured under the British Empire and under slavery and colonialism and all that. <laughs> and uh, he was like, thanks, no thanks. <laughs> He's like, no, that's we're good. We're not going to give you reparations. But hey, how about we look to the future. Whatever the hell that means. Yeah. AJ Plus, I think, or some other news outlet, brought up the very interesting point that uh, David Cameron's ancestors were slave owners. And of course they were. No, no, we're not going to address that. But what we will do is address the future. What's going to happen in the future? Who knows? But maybe it'll be better than the past. <laughs> like, what? Man, all kinds of white people were on win this week. I slightly unrelated, but some white guy posted a picture on Twitter of a black guy who was smiling. Um, like a you know, big beaming smile. Whatever. He looked, you know, joyful and oh like yeah. So the white guy captions the picture and he says, I was in Zimbabwe last month. Um, this guy lives in a hut with no running water, and yet look at his smile. We can all learn something from him. Obviously, he got dragged, like, so bad that he had to delete that picture. (sighs) 
he listen this white savior can i understand can i just I can i can I someone explain to me this fascination with poverty and this like injecting nobility into poverty poverty is not fun it's not there for you to learn a lesson people aren't poor so that you can realize how great how you know how fortunate you are that's not how the world works the world is not here for just for your personal life lessons People's struggle is not here for your personal life lessons. It's not for you to be, you know, to like cozy up under your comforter at night and be like, hmm, my life is so wonderful. No, that is not why people struggle. People struggle because they struggle. People struggle because life is unfair and there's injustice everywhere. And like poverty is not a fun thing. It's not that, you know, people who smile through their pain is not so you can be like, It doesn't mean he doesn't want running water. Thank you. Like, it doesn't mean that he wants to continue to be poor forever. Like, Like, I'm sorry, did you pay him for that picture and for teaching you a life lesson? Like, I don't understand when people be, for people to be like, oh, he's so poor and their life is so miserable. But look at them smiling. It's like, that one moment of happiness. Are you kidding me? Yeah, we see that there was a period of time on Sudanese Twitter when this was everywhere. Through, you know, through struggle comes, ha- like, what? No. I'm pretty sure that girl would be very happy if she had, like, a roof over her head and clean clothes and yes, school exactly. and toys. No. Exactly. And it's not there for you. I need to get like, oh, you know, we can all learn something from this man. I'm like, okay, but what you're not learning is that you have the life you have with all your running water and all your nice stuff because you're benefiting from a system that oppresses this man. Are you not aware of that? Do you not see your privilege? Like, do you not see a problem with this? I don't understand. Are you stu- are you dumb? Like, I feel like the irony of being so privileged and thinking that the privilege is with the man smiling. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, like that blows my mind. <laughs> Let them be happy for a second. It doesn't mean that the guy's not miserable the other 20, you know, three hours. And if he's happy, like, and you you know, happen to capture that moment, why do you feel the need to put that horrible caption exploiting this man's life and poverty and, you know, his beam of hope when he's smiling to the camera? Why Why are you such trash? Why are you such a trash person? Yes, I, I see understand. a lot. Expats were like, oh, they have so little, but they're so happy. It's to give. Like, oh, what you know, like, give. oh my God. Okay, I can't. This is no. Poor this, people no, are no, allowed to be happy without it no. being um, a life lesson for you, and poor people are allowed to be sad without you being like, oh, but you, you know, you have your health. Like, you should check your privilege, and you should look at your life and be like, alhamdulillah, I'm fully down for that. If you see someone who's struggling and you're not struggling, yes, that is a reason for you. To tahmid Rabbana, you know you're not struggling. But that person is not struggling. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that he was not put on earth with all of his struggle and all of mashakluhu. I should eat that good. Ah, alhamdulillah. No, that's not how it works. And I need people to just check themselves. Like, that is the epitome of privilege. I really don't understand. Like, I'm so curious to just experience how it feels to have that privilege. Because, like, Literally, no other race or ethnicity besides a white person does that shit. 
Like you never see. Yeah, no, like, I don't know. Like a Native American visit some African country, and he's like, "Oh my God, these people have so little yet." There's so, what or like Asians. Nobody does that. Literally, not one soul on the planet except for white people. Like it's fascinating I to me. I think I've seen that for Sudan, Katir. We 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 live under this idea that azol al miskinda مخطوط في الأرض عشان أنت تتعلم حاجة ما عشان هو مسكين هو عنده حياته هو بني آدم ذاته هو عنده life lessons مفروض تتعلمه هو you know what I mean we fetishize and we like we, we dehumanize people who are who are underprivileged when we just make them into عبر you know oh عين مثلا uh, people do this a lot with المايقومه right they go to the orphanage and they visit the orphans not because they're trying to give something but عشان يرجعوا يقول لك يقول لك انا شفتي ديد او نو ذي دونت ذاتس ا ليسن فور يو شفتي او ماي جاد ذات كود بي هنا يعني لايك ذاتس سبوز تو بي ا ليسن تو يو كيب يور ليجز كلوزد اور دونت ميس اراوند بيكوز ذاتس هاو ات كود هابن يو كود بي وان يو نو يو كود بي كونتريبيوتينج تو ذات نو ذيز اورفنز دو نوت اكزيست فور يو از ا نو لا 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 انا ايف هاد ذس كونفرسيشن سو ماني تايمز وير اتس لايك اه امشيت وقلت الحمد لله نو يا اخي ذيز بور كيدز ار نوت Here for you to, to to learn something. No, that's not the purpose of their life. And now, masakin, and there are the pro- product of a much wider problem that we refuse I to discuss I, because I refuse to apparently, Ab, even trash. though it's just going to continue happening, we're going to continue to mm-hmm. like just ignore and know this is going on. But that doesn't mean in whom hina. عشان انت تقول تقول اي والله انا مفروض اكون كده 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 عشان انا ما اكون في المشكلة دي. I can't believe that. I need people to do better. Better. All right, I I take it back. It's not just white people. Everyone is trash. My bad. Everyone is trash. Yeah, no, everyone. Uh, trash is an equal opportunity employer, uh, and we've all <laughs> we all have it. Gotcha. <sighs> Good. Anything else you wanted to discuss? <laughs> no, I'm done. I'm so. And the most important what we're moving on to is not much better. It's like. Oh. Okay. It's sadness. I need to get my shit it's... together for this. Uh, okay. In another. So go ahead. I can't. We're going to end this podcast by paying a tribute to Prince, who left us on Thursday, and who is truly a magical being. Moment of silence. I think maybe a lot of people under the age of 25 don't understand how important he was. But to me personally, I literally grew up listening to him. He was definitely my introduction to like funk and baby making music. <laughs> and I mean, to this very day, when you see all these bruised male egos and this fragile masculinity. And Prince was a man, a black man, no less, who was so unapologetically comfortable with his sexuality and how he expressed it yep. he like that definitely made him an icon also um a few fun facts uh this is a guy who managed to stay relevant for long enough to make 39 studio albums oh my god 39 another fun fact he recorded the song 1999 and little red corvette on the same day and he played nearly every single instrument on both songs in one day well what's your fave doing in auto tune what uh also he donated money to Traven Martin's family and he did not feel the need to tell a damn soul 
Not even the family knew that the money came from him. <sighs> so also, he's for sure your fave's fave. Yeah. So oh, if you don't know about this magical being, bitch, I suggest you learn. Go immerse yourself in his catalog, watch his videos, look at memes of him throwing shade, and understand how relevant he is. My favorite quote that I saw um, yesterday on Twitter was, he said, um... I don't uh, wear heels because I'm short. I wear heels because women like them. And I just was like, <laughs> yes. Like, how oh are... Wow. How is he... He just slayed on so many levels and his shade game was on point. And if you, if you wanted any sort of like highlight of what kind of person he was and how influential he was and regardless of his quote-unquote feminine look or whatever how many chicks he pulled watch <clears throat> the dave chappelle skits about <laughs> prince that will give you a nice summary of what kind of influential Definitely. man he was with his presence rest in purple power prince also um obviously some people on twitter lost their rabbit ass mind and started comparing their current faves to prince Talking about how Chris Brown oh, might just be the next prince. My God, Chris, the man breezy's body is are not even you cold kidding yet. Me? And these people are out here talking this mess. Girl, Prince was the epitome of an unproblematic fave. Like, I'm not even going to compare talent or swag or just the deep knowledge that he had of music and instruments and how he understood, you know, accords and scales and Prince was above and beyond all an artist who was very passionate about his job and his own damn business. Yep. He was extremely private. He was woke as fuck. And that was the extent of his interaction with the world. That is all we need to know about him. Like, he was, oh, my God, Chris Brown? Like, what? Chris Brown? Or like uh, Billboard or whoever who tweeted last year that Taylor Swift was a new prince. Are you bye, even bye, on bye, the same planet bye. as us? I'm done. Are we talking about the same prince? I'm done. Bye. Who are we talking about? Bye. I can't. I can't. I can't. I will. Uh, I can't. I will not allow this. Like this is this too much, girl. The lady who used his death um, to push her agenda that all lives matter. What? Yeah. Di is it Diane Warren? Is that her name? She's like um, a very famous uh, songwriter who's won um, a couple of awards, like Grammys or Academy Awards or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and she tweeted something like she was, um, and not even all lives matter in that sense. She was like, oh, well, um, Prince was a vegan and an animal activist. Oh, Maybe Lord. this is a time to remember that hashtag all lives matter. Girl. And I'm like, girl, bye. Bye. This girl. is not the time for this. Man. He went on that fucking stage of the Oscars and said, with the most beautiful shade, oh my God. wearing that like orange popsicle suit <laughs> you know draped in like shiny silk with that magical with that afro bro. and the uh. guy gave you the side eye and told you bitch black lives matter like what what oh my god mm. Ugh, that was Girl, brilliant i was that was brilliant I'm like like i don't have time for you right now lady also stacy dash why um girl nobody asked you usual dashy self and she went on fox news and explained that the reason people left Prince was that he, quote unquote, transcended his blackness or some nonsense Sit like down. that. Shut Girl, up. Ugh. 
Ugh. I don't know what to say. I don't. No, Stacy Dash. Nobody, nobody asked for this opinion. Okay, go back to your cave. Okay, back in your hole. He was. Close it up. Black. Your coffin, whatever it is that you live in. I can't, I can't. This is all like making my skin crawl. Can I just please tell you about the time that I saw him live? Yes, because please I do. need like some good memories. Yes, please. Oh, I might tear up. First of all, it was so unexpected because obviously he hadn't had. Um, proper tour dates in a while mm -hmm. but you know he'd sneak around and have these little surprise concerts and random bar bars in Europe and you know people would lose their shit and camp in front of the bar for 16 hours so not even in my wildest dreams did I ever think I'd get to see him perform in Dubai of all places but um, the thing is, he worked with a, sh a charity called Autism Rock. Mm -hmm. So every year or so, um, he'd give a private concert where people would pay a shit ton of money to see him in the flesh. And then all the proceeds would go to research on autism. So uh, last year, they did one of those in Dubai. And obviously, there was no way I was going to hear about this because, you know, in what world would I be on an exclusive list of, you know, VIP philanthropists who right. can donate thousands of dollars to go see Prince? <sighs> Girl. But the universe works in mysterious ways. Indeed it does. And somehow, one of my friends found out that they were putting out like a hundred extra tickets for sale on sale for like bro broadcast people. Sweet. And she called me and she was literally hyperventilating on the phone. She's like, yo, this just happened. They just put them up, grab as many as you can. We are doing this. So we got like seven tickets and literally in 20 seconds, they were sold out. Oh my God. Um, yeah. And they were like a hundred dollars. And the same day people were putting up ads on Dubizzle, which is like Dubai Craigslist, mm -hmm. offering at like $800, $1,000 for a ticket. Holy and I'm like, nope. Moly. I was like, nope, keep your money. I'm going to this bitch with my friends. And we did. Oh my God. And the thing is, um, it was really cool because it was a really tiny venue um, like it was a nightclub so they had to literally build a stage smack in the middle of the dance floor wow. and we had to like squeeze around it all the VIPs were upstairs on some balcony like sipping their champagne and looking down on the stage but all of us commoners had to squeeze into the two meters around the stage and let me tell you, that was A-okay. Also, one of my friends had hurt her leg that week. Wow. So she was in a wheelchair. So we really had like premium space right up on that stage. Oh my God. Aslan, there was like, I think there were 300 people in the venue, maybe like 350 top. And I'm pretty sure Prince shook his head at one point and one of his sweat drops like landed on my forehead girl. <laughs> it was magic you were blessed i was blessed you were so indeed. blessed but yeah he sang a lot of um new songs from his funk album with third eye blind mm -hmm. but also a lot of the classic like these are songs he'd been performing for 30 plus years and he sang the shit oh. out of them like, by the time he got to Purple Rain, I was bawling. Like, some ugly <laughs> crying amazing. was happening. That is amazing. <sighs> um, I told Omi yesterday that <clears throat> he passed. I was like, Omi, Prince Mahmoud. And she's like, And then she's like, Prince Mahmoud has Macarona. I was like, what? what? What are you talking about? She's like, I said, I'm Prince Mahmoud. I said, I'm Mahmoud. I said, I don't think it took off. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> wow, mom. Thank you. Thanks for that. <laughs> that was brilliant. Yeah. 
So anyway, that concert was, oh my God. Like we left the concert and nobody could speak. We were just like staring at each other. Like, how do you, how do we get back to work tomorrow? How do we get on with our lives? Like what, what just happened? Right. How do we, yeah. Like my friend said, um, he, like, he was just really silent for a moment. And then he's like, you know what? I get it. Not all men are born equal. No prince is on another level. No, people are not created clearly. Clearly. Oh my God. So yeah, that happened. And to everyone who's going to say Pixar didn't happen, you clearly know nothing about Prince or what he does or how he do because phones are strictly prohibited yeah. in Prince concerts. Like people legit get kicked out for, you know, thinking they're right. sneaky and trying to take pics and videos. Um, like this is a man who says, listen, I am blessing you with my presence. You better pay attention. I respect <laughs> my craft and I I expect you to respect the music and the musicians and this here stage. If you want to be acting a fool and taking selfies, you can leave. You can go do that at your other fave concert. You know, go do that with Lil Wayne or Chris Brown or, or whoever. At K. Michelle. But I will have no devils in this house, Lord. And oh my God. Bless him for that, because that's. I think that's also part of the experience that you know. Right. Everyone who's there is like so fully present there, exactly. like really present. Exactly. So I. It was really amazing for me to see on Twitter like all the artists that I follow, big and small, who were like, yeah, freaking out. Like, oh my God, what do we do now? And even even um, even artists that he publicly disliked were you know paying tributes and paying their respects on twitter and you're like yeah it's prince like mm -hmm. you'd be happy if he even like acknowledges your existence somebody somebody said justin timberlake penned a tribute to prince and they were like justin you yeah. know he didn't like you stop <laughs> don't do like, it you do know not do it for you. anyway oh so yeah Rest in peace, you sexy motherfucker. I think I think that's enough for today. I think I this is all about all I can take. So uh, let's move on to some yes sir, yes ma'ams. Um, I have a yes sir for this week. I have a yes ma'am. So go on. Actually, do I have a yes ma'am? Yes, I do. Go on. Um, my yes sir for this week goes out to. A young man called Omar Tijani. Mm -hmm. He is a Sudanese pharmacist who grew up in the UK, I think. Okay. Um, and he is just extremely passionate about uh, Sudanese food. So I'm kind of fuzzy on the details, but one thing's for sure. Um, he started a website called SudaneseKitchen.com. I think he also has like a um, Kickstarter or a GoFundMe or something. Um, to publish a book of Sudanese recipes. Mm. And I'm pretty sure he had a pop-up Sudanese restaurant oh, wow. somewhere in East London not too long ago. I didn't know that. I knew about the book. I didn't know about the pop-up restaurant. That's pretty cool. I think that's what happened. I'm pretty sure. Either way, mad props to this guy. Indeed. Because... I think, um, I don't know, I, I, I think Sudanese um, cuisine is obviously less popular than Ethiopian, you know, that people are more used to. Yeah. So uh, kudos for, uh, to him for trying to promote our, you know, mulah and gurrasa and mahshi and all of that. I do have one uh, item of beef with him. Do you? Yeah, I do. Because I'm scared. I saw something that 
was posted about Tamiya, which he labeled falafel, and that really hurt my soul deep, deep inside. I did not. Oh, no. I didn't appreciate that at all. I was like, oh, really? What? You're going to drop the ball on <laughs> Tamiya? That. Like, that's like the most essential part. Like, Yeah, oh. that's so weird, though, because when, when you go on uh, SudaneseKitchen.com, he has like a little, um, what do you call it? Like a mini dictionary mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, Sudanese foods and what they are and what they mean. I don't know if he had Tami on there, but he had like some pretty Sudanese stuff, like Ish. Just, I'm gonna shout him out. Like, no shade to you. I fully appreciate what you're doing, but just if that's you, if that was Mm -hmm. you, the whole falafel debacle, just, just tweak it. Just let's get on the Tamiya bandwagon because that's what it is. Because that's 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 what it is. It's Tamiya. It's not falafel. It's (laughs) Tamiya. Yeah, it is Tamiya. My yes, ma'am. <clears throat> for this week is uh, not Sudanese, mm-hmm. um, but is, she is from the East African diaspora. Oh my God, is um, it Evelyn? <laughs> yes. Ah, I love her. <laughs> I have been standing, not so low-key, mm-hmm. for Evelyn from the internet forever. Since, like, I discovered her maybe... Girl, I don't even remember. But I'm pretty sure I've watched every video she's ever made, even the, like, low-budget. Same here. I love her. She is a Kenyan-American YouTuber. If you if you want to get it int- introduced to her, watch her um, videos from VEDA, which is Vlog Every Day in April. Yep. Just watch this series for this year, because she has outdone herself this year. Like, mm-hmm. her VEDA videos are pretty funny, usually. This year? She's... She, oh. I love her. Oh my I god, I love hilarious. Evelyn from the internet. She speaks my mind. She like takes the words and thoughts out of my brain yeah. and says them in the funniest, most apt, most comedically refined way. And I appreciate her for that. Yeah. So please go check her out. As always, we will share links to all of these things um, for your viewing pleasure and convenience. So please, please do. I love her. Ugh, I love her so much. She is so funny. She's so funny. Ugh, I can't. I can't get enough of her. Hmm. Okay, then. <laughs> if you have a yes sir, yes ma'am that you would like to, like us to shout out, then please uh, tweet us or you can use the hashtag NSNM or you can email us at nosernomam at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. We want to know, I mean, obviously we have limited knowledge. So maybe there's, you know, a Sudanese person out there who is embodying and exemplifying Sudanese excellence and we want to hear about them. So please send us that. Mm-hmm. Also, please send us any topics, any trash that you see on the internet that you think needs to be addressed specifically on Sudani Twitter. That's... That's where we like to like to delve <laughs> because there's trash. yeah there happens to be a lot of it there so um and we like to be we like to stay local we like to <laughs> work local so so let us know any random pieces of information you want to share this week um I just want to say that next week is going to be our tenth episode of this podcast whoop whoop woohoo. I am so proud of us for having the discipline and commitment to be doing this I every agree. single week. Because it, is a tragedy, it did not look like it. Every struggle week. Every, <laughs> every week. week. And yet we're holding on. So good on us. Um, yes. I think, I don't know, we haven't decided yet, but we might do like a special episode next week. So if you have any questions, 
um, that you want to ask, just shoot us. Well, I mean, should we should we do a ask NSNM? That's exactly what I was gonna say, because some of the feedback I got is that you know people don't really know who we are. I mean, especially me, because you're like a prominent figure on Sudan and Twitter. Oh but um, people were saying. <laughs> Um, people were saying maybe we need to make this, you know, like a little more personal so it can be like more relatable. Okay. Uh, the way life is set up, I think we're both like very passionate about our own business. Yes. But, um, sure. Why not? So just for next week, you can send us any personal or otherwise questions you have. Um, You know, that may include, but are not limited to, why are you guys so annoying? Yeah. How do you know each other? Mm -hmm. uh, why are you always angry? Uh, what do you eat for breakfast? I don't, just Whatever. any any questions Anything. you might have. Yeah. Um, shoot them. So we'll be doing that all week. Hashtag ask an S and M. Mm -hmm. um, and then we'll try to answer some of the questions on next week's podcast. Indeed. Um, as for my random piece of information, I would like to thank my five-year-old niece for being so patient. Hi. Because <laughs> the way our life is set up right now, we live in very close quarters, and she was mm -hmm. very sweet, and she listened, so thank you for that. Aww. Do you have baby fever now that you're living in proximity of a child? Girl, Hell no. Aww, It is the exact <laughs> opposite. Oh my God. It's I like I you. never want my uterus to be inhabited ever. I, ever. I feel you. Babies are hard. Kids are difficult, you guys. You don't understand. Like, Listen, I do not understand. It's a lot of work. How it's a lot of work. It's commitment. Like you just suddenly it's... become responsible for someone's life. Yeah. Like this is someone that you need to keep alive. That's a huge like, thing. I can barely keep myself alive. Sustain them. Why like, would how I do you, like, assign a another dependent body to me no it's really scary to me but it's terrifying shout out to all the parents out there yeah you guys are doing a great job good good mm -hmm. job keeping them alive exactly like i don't know about the rest but at least you're keeping them alive all right um on that note uh i don't know see you guys next week yeah bye guys all right bye